when do you mention your freelance rates to copywriting clients in the conversation? So when a client finally responds to you, typically they'll say something like, okay, great, um, send me your samples and let me know your rates. And many copywriters at that phase are confused about how exactly to respond. So today I'm gonna to share the best way that you can respond to this inquiry and the best time to actually bring up your freelance rates and kind of how to navigate these conversations with clients. So I'm Christine, I teach freelance writers how to land high paying clients on LinkedIn without Upwork and without cold emailing. If you are actively trying to get new clients and you're trying to land these high paying clients on LinkedIn, I do not recommend sharing your prices off the bat immediately. And here's why. Marketers are hiring writers based on multiple factors, just budget. So I want you to get on a call with your clients first. What marketers want to know when they're hiring you is, are you smart? Um, are, you know, are, do they feel confident that you can do the job, can, that you can lighten their load and actually help them with their marketing initiatives? Um, to discover these things, they're going to have to have a conversation with you. So if you just state your rates right off the bat and the conversation falls flat via messaging, we're not really getting to the point where we're getting on these calls with clients and selling ourselves. We want to get on the call and we want to win the client over so that no matter what rate we say, they're more likely to say yes because you've developed this no like and trust factor. And the reason I say this is because I just had this situation come up in my online course, 30 Days to Paid, where a student literally screenshotted me the response that they got saying, uh, you know, I cold pitched them. I got a response, which, by the way, can we just take a minute to celebrate that when you finally get a response from someone after cold pitching, it is like it's such like a dopamine hit it's like oh my god somebody actually responded <laughs> and then you move on to the next moment of freaking out about whether or not you're gonna respond in the right way but someone said how uh gaia said how are you recovering christine i think i'm good i think my voice is back i recorded a bunch of podcast episodes while i was at home sick with covid and i thought that was like being productive. Now I'm listening back and I sound so nasally and congested. So I think I'm good now. Um, so one of my students said, okay, how do I respond to this? And I said, don't respond with your rates immediately. You want to get them on the call first. And I'm just going to tell you guys from a client perspective, because I do hire writers. Personally, I would rather hire the writer that demands a high rate. I'd rather pay a good writer knowing that they're going to create quality content and i would rather go ask the marketing manager or the cmo for more budget i would rather actually um choose to produce less content just so i could meet that writer's rate because i think they're going to do a great job and i've done that so you have to understand that the whole conversation isn't just based on budget. So what's the point in really putting your rates out there immediately and, and giving them the chance to disqualify you? They might love you on this call and say, well, she's more expensive than we had budgeted for, but I'm willing to extend the budget. I'm willing to hire 
one less writer so that we can have her on board that's or him on board that's what happens when you get on a call and build rapport and really play up this know like and trust factor because marketers want to know like and trust the writers that they're going to work with and that's why having that face-to-face -face video call before you start working with a client is really important um so the goal is to get on the call sell yourself build that rapport and then bring up the prices after the call is finished so and this might be a little bit confusing for writers because uh, if you talk to some established writers, they'll say, yeah, like I send my rates right off the bat. Yes, they do because they have their established clients, their, their retainer clients that they get money from on a consistent basis every month because that's what I do now. Um, if, a, if somebody, a new client reaches out to me saying, hey, found you on LinkedIn, uh, are you available? I send them my rate sheet because I'm like, well, you know, I have a full load right now. I have full client load. I'm working with... Um, enough clients and I am busy so I don't want to waste time getting on a call and trying to really sell another client let me just send them my rates if they're interested then I'll get on a call with them and in this sense you're kind of weeding clients out and saying like, okay if you're gonna lowball me I'm not gonna get on the call with you and waste my time so here's my rates but in the beginning we want to get on as many calls as possible we want to uh, start building up this confidence with selling ourselves to marketers as copywriters and you can't do that if you just shoot your rates out every time from the get and the conversation falls flat and you never get the chance to get on those calls so I'm going to share with you guys what I responded to my student who's in my course right now I actually created a template for him to use I'm going to read it to you guys and if somebody, if a client asks for your rates and you don't want to give it to them off the bat, this is what I would say. This is how I would respond. I would say, hi, their name. Thanks for your response. Please see here for a link to my portfolio. These samples are most related to companies' names, audience. So let's say uh, Zoom reached out to me. I would say these samples are most related to Zoom's audience, meaning I'm picking the parts of my portfolio that are most related to the content that Zoom wants to create. And what this does is it makes it easier for the client to not have to really dig through your portfolio to see exactly if you can write for them. You can say, here's my portfolio, but here's the pieces I want you to focus on. Here's where we get into the rates part now. My rates are based on the scope of work and the individual project. I'd love to hop on a call and learn more about your needs and your content strategy so I can give you an accurate quote. Are you available for a brief call on any of the following dates? Then I give three available dates. Mariah said, really awesome advice. Hi, Mariah. Um, please let me know the best email to reach you on and I'll send a calendar invite your way with the Zoom call details. So what this does is it says hey i need to find out more about what's going to be required this isn't a sketchy way to skirt or to to work around to to to, to be shady and say oh i don't want to give you my prices it's actually saying hey i need to know what's involved in the work that we're going to do together before i can just spit out prices and you know i do have a rate sheet with my rates on it but i still in the beginning was not just shooting that rate sheet out i would do it after the call the the goal really is to sell yourself and and show them that you are able to do the job and then they will be sold on you and your rates become much more of a non-factor so 
I hope that template works. I want to read it to you again. So it's first, you know, hey, thanks for reaching out or thanks for responding to my cold pitch. Here's my portfolio. Here's a few links that relate specifically to your target audience. Now, my rates are based on the scope of work and the individual project. I'd love to hop on a call and learn more about your needs and your content strategy so that I can give you an accurate quote. Are you available for a brief call on any of the following dates? So it kind of puts it out there like, hey, I'm not giving you my rates. I need to learn more. Let's hop on a call. Here's the dates that work for me. Let's schedule this. It's a, it's a very um, forward moving. You're kind of taking control of the conversation and, and saying, hey, I'm not just going to give you my rates. And there are other industries. This is very common in freelancing. Photographers do this. Uh, other freelancers do this. It's okay. You don't have to share your rates off the bat. And if a client is interacting with you and you know they, they absolutely are demanding this, well, it could mean that they're just price shopping and they're not looking to build a long-term relationship and have a retainer um, freelancer that they want to work with every single month. They might have a tiny, tiny amount of money and they might not be a good fit for you. So maybe take that as a red flag where they're like, no, I will absolutely not get on a call with you unless you share your rates. Now, let me give you another scenario. If there is somebody out there, there's, uh, you know, let's say you, this happens in your niche where uh, clients just keep saying, no, I need your rates, I need your rates, I need your rates. Let's say this is common practice in your niche. Well, what I would do is I would say that exact email and say, hey, if you can't hop on a call with me, please just respond to this email answering the following questions so that I can try to give you a ballpark rate based on those questions. And those questions would be, um, maybe what is your budget? I mean, that's kind of presumptuous, but what is your budget? How much work are you looking for? Um, is this on a monthly basis? Tell, you know, you're, you're gauging them and you're getting more sense for what the project is actually gonna be so that you can try to produce a rate for them. So I hope that helps and I wanna ask you guys something. Um, XD so said amazing template, yay. So moving on to templates, I am in the middle of creating a template package for freelance copywriters. And what this template package is gonna do is essentially uh, help new copywriters who don't have the experience, who are just interacting with clients for the first time, they're going to know what to say at every turn. So I think there's a lot of copywriters out there who say, they just said this, how do I respond? What do I say when a client says this? And I have like every single scenario that you could think of written out in this document for you to reference. And I would love you guys' feedback to see if that's something you're looking for. So I'm gonna give you some of the examples of what is in this package I'm creating. So how to state your rates, which is what I just talked about now, how to negotiate your rates. If a client pushes back and says, I can't afford that, what do you say back? How to raise your rates because once you actually you know, start working for clients. You can't just keep working for the same rates throughout the years. You have to continually raise your rates. Um, what to say if you raise your rates and they say, why are you raising your rates? Like I want to teach you how to justify your rate increase. Um, they ask for your rates. So you don't want to give it to them. I just went over that template. How to refuse and turn down unpaid product uh, projects where they say, you know, you sound great. I would love to do a test project, but we don't pay for that. I want to tell you exactly how to respond to that 
and hint, it's that you're not gonna work for free. Um, how to respond when a client reaches out to you first. So if you follow my LinkedIn guide that's for free on paidcopywriter.com, people are gonna begin to find you and they're gonna say, hey, uh, I saw your profile, are you available? And I want you to be able to respond to that first email in a way or that first message in a way that really congeals the relationship, gets you on a call with them, allows you to seal the deal. Um, how to ask for retainer work, right? Like we don't want to do one in the beginning when we're trying to establish our business. We don't want to do this one-off project type situation. So how to actually get clients to give you retainer work, um, what to do if a person who hires you, a client starts micromanaging you or making you feel like shit or tearing your work apart and really doing like extensive edits. This is all stuff that I've had to learn through years of freelancing that I wish I had had and I had to figure it out and go on like these lengthy Google searches and see what people were saying and I just didn't know how to respond. So I, I wanna give you this playbook or this template book that says, hey, if they say this, you respond this way. Um, what if they give you a tight deadline and say, I need this back by tomorrow and it's completely unreasonable? How to break up with a client. This was my biggest thing. Like I really took on, and you will too, most likely. I took on a lot of clients that were so not a good fit. And it's just the name of the game. It's something we have to learn as freelancers of like how to judge those red flags off the bat but how to end the relationship appropriately with a client. I was so stressed out about that. So I wanna share exactly what I said in that situation. Um, how to ask a client for more work. How do you upsell and say, hey, I know we're doing three blog posts a month, but I wanna get into your website. I wanna write your emails for you. Like that would be you know, a way to really expand with one client versus having to cold pitch and get all these different clients. So um, what to say if you're just not going to meet a deadline, like I know I'm going on and on, what to say when they don't pay your invoice, how to really track down these invoices, that's a really huge issue is like these people just aren't paying you on time. Uh, how to ask for a testimonial for your website, like hey I know we've worked great together, can you write a testimonial for me? It can be awkward so I want to give you the words for that. So I wanted to share with you guys that I was creating that. Um, okay, cool. So you guys are saying yes to a template package. What's your take on extensive pre-call application process in the way of Calendly questionnaire? Good question. Um, you know, once you have your established set of clients, I say go for it. It looks very professional. Um, in the beginning though, my goal when I first started was just, hey, how can we have as little interaction as possible before we get on this call because the problem with booking calls with clients is that life happens and people get distracted and sometimes it really just falls off the map like if you go back and forth with dates i'm saying like more than two times the meeting the likelihood of the meeting happening just decreases by like 50 it's, it's insane it's insane so you want to put up as little obstacles as possible in the beginning when you are just trying to get clients so i would just say like hey does this time work for you boom um as you progress though and you really want to start weeding people out yes you can ask them more questions to qualify them before the call that's a great question um awesome awesome Maritha's that so well explained thank you awesome um will there be another enrollment for the 30 days to bay course yes i am going to be opening 
it up probably twice in 2022, um, but I, uh, I I don't know the exact dates yet. I gotta really get ready for that and hype it up and write all the content for it and stuff like that. So, but definitely opening doors up. If you're on my email list at paidcopywriter.com, I'll definitely let you know via email. But I hope that helps you guys in terms of, hey, when do I bring up this awkward pricing conversation? When is the best time to bring up pricing? And the answer is, it depends on where you are in your freelance career. But I would suggest in the beginning that you do not state your rates until you've actually spoken to them on a Zoom call face-to-face -face so that you can build that rapport, so that you can sell them on you, and then your rates really become a non-issue. And I'm saying that as somebody who hires freelancers, and I've had freelancers go back and forth with me you know saying no I need more money and me being like well you know okay cool I'm gonna go to my manager and say we need more budget for this writer so it it is possible I've had the behind the scenes look at what it looks like when a client or sorry when a freelancer pushes back on me and says no this is my rate and I want to meet you know I want to meet them where they are I want to give them that role because I think that they're good and I want to take a chance on them so please be confident and just know that you can sell yourself and that budget is not the end of the world. It's not set in stone. They can produce more budget for you if they like you. Thank you so much, guys. Um, another podcast episode just came out today. So go to paidcopywriter.com and take a listen to that. Give me your feedback. And if you have any thoughts on that template package that I talked to you guys about, let me know. I want to make sure that there's really a demand for it before I go through all the hoops of creating that. It sounds like my students that I've worked with so far would really appreciate this template pack, but give me some feedback and let me know if you would. Have a great day.